0: Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast. And you know what? Today we're diving into some grammar. It's just a nice little review of what we've already have done with the um, passive voice. So today I just want to talk about passives, you know, like the passive infinitives, the passive gerunds, and, you know, give you guys a couple of tasks that you're able to complete on your own. So again, guys, there are little things... um, Like rewriting sentences, a little task, and I'm thinking about putting more stuff on my Patreon. So if you are interested, of course, in that, you guys can go on over there and do that on your own. And with that being said, guys, just to give you a nice little rundown of what the passive is. Basically, it goes like this, okay? You use the subject plus the verb to be plus the past participle. Okay, so example, smoking is forbidden, right? Or running is, uh, running is, oh my God, forbidden. Let's just put it that way. So basically, the subject acts as a noun, which is a gerund, right? So smoking, it, is what? It is forbidden. Or if we use it with the present perfect, we could say something like the prize, which is the subject, it, has been awarded okay so has been that's the present perfect awarded is the past participle awarded by who awarded by the committee so by normally you would see this all the time in passive voice uh what is it passive voice sentences or passive sentences in general the committee the reason why we switch The committee, along with the prize, it's because we are focusing more on the object than we are the subject. However, yes, I know I just said the subject. We make the prize, which is the object, a subject by putting it in the beginning and moving the subject, which was committee, to the end. Indicating that we are not interested in the original subject. We're interested more in the object. That's what the passive voice is. So if we use it with the present continuous, I could say something like, um, well, because I'm actually going to be doing a very, very big presentation soon. I could say something like this speech is being listened to. You see, I can also use the preposition after listen. This speech is being listened to by who? By millions of people. So with my speech and of course what I'm getting ready to do it's going to be listened um it's going to be listened to and watched by many people here in Thailand and they'll be able to communicate with me uh through apps through email through my business cards and stuff like that. Now if I use the passive voice with the future will it can be like uh let's put it this way lots of new technology will be So, again, we use the verb to be along with will. So, will be what? Will be invented. Invented, obviously, the past participle in the future. Prepositional phrase. I'll repeat the entire sentence aloud again. Lots of new technology will be invented in the future. So, we make the passive with the appropriate tense and form of the verb to be. And the past participle, of course, of the verb. So, we also use it to make questions in the passive. So, we could put the first auxiliary verb before the subject. Let me give you an example of this. Is the concert being shown on TV? So, again, put the first auxiliary verb before the subject. So auxiliary verb could act as, uh, it could be an is or a has, obviously. So is, that's the verb before the subject, which is the concert. Is what? Is the concert being shown on TV? Or has the film been finished? Or you could say, has the film been finished yet? Or is the film finished yet? Now, again, if you use yet at the end, that's just indicating that it's present perfect and it could potentially switch the passive back into an active voice. Okay, so be very careful with that. But again, we use the preposition by to introduce the agent. That's it. Like I told you, by millions of people, by the committee, uh, you, you know, and the agent obviously is the subject before like it's the subject in the active voice. But the agent, a.k.a. the subject, acts as the, let's just say, acts as the object in a passive voice sentence. Why? Because it's at the end. So when do we actually use passive voice? We use this when we are more interested in the action or the object than the people who actually do the action. Does that make any sense? So again, a suspicious bag has been found in the station by, by me now again i'm not the one that you're interested in you're more interested in the suspicious bag we could also use it when we don't know who exactly does the action like the bank has just been robbed or we could use it uh if it is obvious or understood who did the action so the suspect was arrested so again in some languages, reflexive or impersonal forms are used instead of the passive. So to put this all together, you guys are going to see the entire sheet, of course, on my blog and whatnot. But let's go over some of these sentences. I'm going to do a little speaking with you. Number one, when was the last time you had your eyesight? Now, the, ver- uh, the verb in the, uh, in the little bracket is test. So when was the last time you had your eyesight tested, right? ED. Now, number two is more different. Do you usually get somebody? And you have give. And then you have you lift. So let us let me break this down. Do you usually get somebody? Now, we're going to use the gerund here to give you lifts, meaning to give you rides. Give you lifts, British English I mean a couple of Americans use that but again we use give you rides. Do you usually get somebody to give you rides? What does that mean? What does it mean? That's more colloquial language. So to give you rides or to give you lifts meaning to give you to get you from one location to the other. Now me, no, I don't uh ask anyone to give me a lift anywhere. I normally just take the train, right? Now, you, on the other hand, might be different. So number three, let's go over this. Have you ever had somebody space, and the word in the bracket is fix, your computer. Have you ever had somebody fix your computer, right? Number four, have you ever had somebody do your homework for you? Have you ever had clothes uh, made for you? So it all depends, okay? Depending on what tenses it is, but again, just use the correct form of the verbs given in a lot of these or the exercises that you will see on my blog at thearseniobuckshow.com. So again, to look at everything in writing, as I've just stated, you'll be able to see that on my blog as well as the additional exercises that I have provided for you. So, guys, again, I hope you're able to understand some of these. I will be going over uh, passive voice again. But, again, we can use passive infinitives. Like, do you usually get somebody to give you lifts? That's a passive infinitive. Now, the gerund is just the ing. So, always remember that. So, guys, with that being said, (sighs) Thank you so much for, again, to uh, tuning into this wonderful ESL podcast. If you have any questions, please let me know. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. Over and out.